In today's show, we're looking at week three in the NBA, what we can do with the schedule, how to maximize it, daily changes leagues, weekly leagues, category leagues, points leagues, Michael Bolton leagues. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms and today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds and lines than ever before. BetOnline is where the game starts. We're looking at game, uh, not game three, week three. Week three in the NBA, that means two weeks are in the books. Hopefully, you guys had good success in week one. Hopefully, you're going to have good success here in week two. It's important to start planning out week three, even before week two finishes. So that's exactly what we're going to do here, Warney. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, almost the voice almost went then. Um, I know I keep mucking around with these colors, but I'm going to do it this way, and I think I'm going to stick with it. Sorry for those of you here on YouTube as things move around. The days highlighted in blue are the high-volume days, the ones that we're not as interested in from a daily changes league perspective. The ones that are in white, the brighter ones, they're the ones that we're looking at for streaming. So how does the schedule break down for this week? Well, it's a very similar pattern to last week, although this week there are fewer games played across the league versus what they were last week. So be aware of that. We'll talk about that more in a second. We've got seven games on Monday, four on Tuesday, a big boy 11-game Wednesday, a putrid two-game Thursday, a whopping 12-game Friday, an eight-game Saturday, and a four-game Sunday. Right, so the 11-game Wednesday, it's really tough to do anything with. The 12-game Friday, it's really tough to do anything with streaming-wise and planning your roster. Like, you're going to have... All of your roster spots filled, almost definitely. But the other five days, that's where we can make some noise. There are none of them are more than eight games, so you never, I don't think, going to run into any problem with having a full roster if you run a standard sort of ratio of starters to bench. If you have four starters, eight bench, then yeah, things get a little bit different. But we're trying to talk about how the standard format is: your ten starters, three bench, ten starters, four bench type scenario. So that is how the week shakes out. Very similar pattern to last week, but right across the board, fewer games are being played this week. So when you go and look at your schedule and you see, oh, three-game week for this guy, don't be as disappointed as you may have been in other weeks. Like last week, 15 teams, for example, played four games. This week, nine do. And we have 18 teams playing three games. So the vast majority, almost two-thirds of the league, plays just three games this week. And we've got three games, three teams with two games. The four-game teams, the Bucks, the Clippers, the Hornets, the Nets, the Bulls, the Wizards, Jazz, Raptors, and Grizzlies. The two-gamers, it's not good. If you've got one of the top fantasy players, Devin Nuggets, only two games of Jokic, not good. Dallas Mavericks, only two games of um, Luka Doncic. I'm trying to work out 
got a few little sound drops here. Like, I think I think I'm going to drop this one on Luca now. Oh, stunning! Yeah, yeah. I think that that, that fits. We'll put that on, on Luca. I was going to go with Zion with that, but it doesn't really fit his game. I think it's more more Luca. Oh, stunning! Yeah. Um, and the Indiana Pacers with Tyrese Halliburton. You only get two games out of him. So if you're looking to stream players, Bones Highland after his big game yesterday, Bruce Brown, KCP, Aaron Gordon, um, Isaiah Jackson is going to be rough for this week. Um, it will be rough for Benedict Matherin. Not saying you drop him at all. You know, Chris Duarte. Um, and on the Mavs, you know, the guys that we loved last week because of their volume, they were shit house, but their volume, Finney Smith and Bullock, to a lesser degree, JaVale McGee, who's now even resting one of these games, which is an L. Yeah, all these guys that they lose time. There's no justification for me for holding on to guys like Bullock or Finney Smith through a two-game week. But as I said, in most weeks you look at a three-game week, eh, it's not a deal. This week it's fine. It's totally normal. So it, most teams are playing three games. It's the bonus games, like the Bucks, Clippers, Hornets, Nets, Bulls, Wizards, Jazz, Raptors, Grizzlies. They're the guys with the four. They're the guys that we look at. Ooh, there's a little bit of something extra there to add some of those players that it might um, might be useful for us for this upcoming week. In terms of streaming value, and I'm going to say this once and I won't say it again for the season. I probably won't. <clears throat> what is streaming? And what are quality games? They are questions that get asked all the time. Streaming just means you add a player for a game on that day and you drop him. You're not looking at him for any long-term value. You're looking at him, hey, can I get someone in with a game on this day? Maybe I'll get him for two days. Maybe I'll get him for this short-term period, for a four-day period. It's streaming someone into that spot and then moving them on and grabbing someone else in that spot and moving them on and grabbing someone else in that spot and moving on. That is streaming. A quality game is a game played on an NBA day where there are nine or fewer games on, meaning you have open active roster spots where if you add someone off the wire, they can slot straight in and you play them. On a 12-game Friday for this week, for example, if you go and add someone off the waiver wire, you'll add them and they will sit on your bench. Therefore, it is not a quality game. Therefore, it is pointless to use waiver acquisitions on that day. So there you go. They're those definitions. And if anyone asks those questions in the future, I'm not going to answer them in the comments. Someone else can chime in and help because I think I've done that a million times. And I don't want to um, infantilize everybody by consistently explaining that. Um, and I know there are new people around and that's that's great. I love having new people around. I'll probably do this once or twice a year to explain those concepts. But in the end, uh, I can't do it every single episode. So apologies. Um, all right, quality games for the week. Three teams have three quality games. The Thunder, the Nets, and the Magic. And it's why I will always stress, volume of games is great. It's good to know what the volume of games is. But it's not always the most important thing. A four-game week for the Bucks this week, you get one of those games on a Wednesday with 11 on and one of those games on a Friday. So if you do stream a Grayson Allen or a Javon Carter, you might use him Monday and Saturday, two games. Whereas if you look at the Thunder, they only play three games this week, so that's not as good, yeah? But the three games the Thunder play, low-volume Tuesday, low-volume Thursday, low-volume Saturday. So you'd get that player, Trey Mann, Aaron Wiggins, Robinson Earl, Baisley, Pokyshevsky. Hey, old mate, the Bronco. Jalen Williams is back. Broncos country, let's ride. So those games for those Thunder players are more valuable. The magic, the same. We all know about Bol Bol, but maybe we look at Terrence Ross for the week, who's been bad, but you might play him three times versus a Cavs player. 
when they play three games and only one of those is on a low volume day. They play Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So if you added a Cavs player to start the week, you might only use them on Sunday. Not sure who that player would be. Maybe it's Chetty Osman as we wait for Garland to return. Maybe it's even Karis LeVert after his explosion last game. And then he sits there and Garland returns on Wednesday and LeVert is your 11th best player and you don't use him Wednesday and he's your 11th best player and you don't use him Friday. And then you sat on a roster spot for a week. Where the games are played, when the games are played is important. So I said the Thunder and the Magic. The Nets also have the three quality games, but they're a different team because they have the volume. They've got four total games and they have three quality games. They start the season with, or they start the week with a back-to-back on Monday and Tuesday, and they end it with a Friday-Saturday back-to-back. Joe Harris, that's not good. He'll play two out of the four games. Seth Curry, probably, if he returns, he'll play two out of the four games. But the value of a Royce O'Neal, someone, if someone dropped Nick Claxton, um, uh, who else might be an option? Deeper League's Edmund Sumner would be someone that we could take a look at. There's not many guys there on the Nets that we take a look at, considering the way that the schedule is shaking out with the back-to-backs. Um, so that eliminates a lot of that Joe Harris type value, but maybe yeah, a, a Patrick Mills, yeah, but probably not. Uh, but he'll have a, a bit of increased value. The Mavericks. Now, the Ma- look, there are three teams with two games, Denver, Indiana, and Dallas. Dallas's games are on Wednesday, Friday. It's disgusting. So even if you, for some reason, wanted to hold Dorian Finney-Smith, you wouldn't even play him. You'd play him zero games this week. Absolutely no point. Whereas the Nuggets, both of their games are on low volume days. So... The two-game week there for Denver, for a fringe player, is the same, basically, as a four-game week for a Bulls player or a four-game week for a Bucks player. So your KCP, your Bruce Brown, um, Aaron Gordon, like the two games isn't as ideal, but you still might use them twice this week, which is the same that you would use a Suns player. But yeah, a Pelicans guy, maybe like a Trey Murphy, for example, they play three games, but you might use him once. This is really important stuff to be able to understand that it's not just about total volume of games. It's about when the games are played. When do I use this player? Like, w- Which one is more valuable to me? Um, we're streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, as I went through already. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and For the start of the NBA season, you can find all the latest player developments, team news, injuries, analysis, podcasts, articles, whatever you want for every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued, why do I say it that way, on your continued source for your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. Not sure if they have disc golf, but I'm going to put in some um, inquiries and see what we can find. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, World Series, NHL, boxing, MMA, and golf. And let's have a look. I don't even, I can't remember what week we're up to in the NFL, but I know we've got games on. And I know the, uh, there's, a, there's a London game, Broncos-Jags. It's the, the Jags home game. They're two and a half point favorites over the, I believe, Russell Wilson less Denver Broncos. Maybe that helps the Broncos. I don't know. You can check out the odds there for at BetOnline for all of those games. So head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game Starts as I hiccup. Let's look at how the back-to-backs shake out for the week. There are quite a bit that we need to look at here. To start the week, remember this can be important. You make a move to add someone on Sunday to end week two, and if they play Sunday, Monday, you get the additional bonus of an added game on Monday without using an ad for week three. So we've got the Clippers, the Pistons, the Wizards, and the Rockets. I was going to call them the Houstons. And the Rockets, they play the Sunday-Monday, heading from week two into week three. 
So if you're looking for someone, you can go and stream a, a Pistons player. You can go and add maybe an Isaiah Livers, a Jalen Duran. You can add a, a Farton Will Barton. And I need to play the sound because my voice is just about to crack. You can look at the Rockets. Maybe it is the wild thing, Jay Sean Tate. Even the wild thing's gone well. I can't do much about that. Quick note on the Rockets. Alperen Sengun's back and starting. Let's hope it sticks, but maybe that early season panic, which it was justified. Maybe it's not going to be as justified as the season rolls on. So good news there. But you can start off with that week to week, back to back. Now there's, oh, sorry, the week two to week three, end to beginning. You know what I'm saying. Monday, Tuesday, there's only one team with a back-to-back, and that's the Nets. So we're going to expect one fewer game from Joe Harris. There's not going to be huge amounts of value there, though. Again, maybe Paddy Mills. Maybe we see Seth Curry in one of those games. Royce O'Neal gets a boost for sure. Tuesday, Wednesday, there are two teams with a back-to-back, Chicago and Miami. Now, Wednesday's an 11-game day, so if you stream a Bulls or a Heat player, don't get too excited because you probably won't use them on the Wednesday. But this is important because that means Zach Levine's going to miss one of these games. So Alex Caruso, especially if Levine misses Tuesday, Alex Caruso, the rabbit hunter, he gets a real, real boost in his value. Be very quiet. I'm hunting rabbits. So that will be one to watch. Miami, yeah, there's not a lot there. That's it. Caleb Martin, obviously. Tuesday, Thursday, which is what I like to call a pseudo back-to-back. You add a player Tuesday, you've got a high volume Wednesday, you can't use the waiver wire anyway, and then on Thursday. So who do you add on Tuesday to get the two games there? Well, it's the Magic, it's the Thunder, it's the Warriors. So we talked about Trey Mann. Maybe it is Jalen Williams. Maybe it is Aaron Wiggins, Robinson Earl, Baisley, Pokashevsky. A lot of different options you can take a crack at. The Warriors have the pseudo back-to-back. I I like Moses Moody there. I like um, Jim Wiseman a little bit. They're probably the only two that we'd consider for that back-to-back. And then for the Magic, we went Bowl and... Bunkero and Wagner and Carter. These guys are all rostered, but it does you know, give a value to Terrence Ross. I don't think Jalen Suggs will be back. I don't think Fultz will be back, but he might be. Um, we look at Ross there. Maybe we look even at a Caleb Houston in deeper formats with the absence of Cole Anthony. Um, maybe even Mo Bamba, who went off. But remember Mo Bamba's game where he went off. He did a lot of that damage in garbage time when all the starters were sat down and he got huge run to end that game. So those final stats of that Magic game, and that, that, that's important to know. I'm just going to side note here from uh, Friday's game is the Magic pulled all their starters with about 10 minutes left in that game. And then Bamba went crazy in that, that fourth quarter. Um, Thursday, Friday, the Warriors have a back-to-back. So the Warriors got an interesting schedule. They play Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. They only play the three games, but they play them in four nights. And that back-to-back meaning you're probably going to get Clay Thompson sitting one of those games. So an increase in value to Moses Moody, but... Will Clay sit on Thursday or will he sit on Friday? I would I would expect he sits Thursday to give optimal time in between. Rather than playing Tuesday, Thursday, and then sitting, you can play Tuesday, sit Thursday, play Friday, get the extra day off in the middle, which means the extra value there on that Tuesday, Thursday, back-to-back for a Moody is increased. That is my expectation, but I don't know if it'll be what happens. We'll also get an idea of the Warriors playing a back-to-back here Saturday, Sunday, what their rest plan is. Is it Draymond that rests as well? Because then Kaminga does come into play in this situation. The Thursday-Saturday pseudo back-to-back, well, it's the Magic and the Thunder again, and then it's the Nuggets. We talked about them already. They only have the two games, so they don't play their first game until Thursday, which is a, a wild a wild schedule. But then they play on those two really valuable days, the Thursday-Saturday. Friday-Saturday, there's a ton of team with back-to-backs, but remember, Friday is a 12-game day. We've got the Bucks, Hornets, Nets, Suns, Pelicans, Spurs, 
Celtics, Knicks, Wolves, and Blazers. Saturday, Sunday, no one has a back-to-back. And then to end week three, heading into week four, Toronto, Utah, Cleveland, Chicago. Bad news for Levine, especially with that another back-to-back there. Um, Washington, Memphis, the Clippers. Bad news for Kawhi and John Wall, probably. And the Lakers finish off that um, week with a back-to-back. After you finish listening to this show, make sure you go check out Locked On Sports Today. It's a recap of all of the day's sports action, about 22 minutes. Just check out Locked On Sports Today wherever you find podcasts and on YouTube. Uh, you're going to love it. It just gives you a quick recap of all of the action across the sports landscape, except disc golf. I've got to talk to Pete to see if he can throw some disc golf in there. Let's have a look at our streaming plan for the week. So what we always like to do is target who plays the Sunday, Monday. So Detroit, Washington, Clippers, Houston. Let's add someone there um, who, who might provide that value. Maybe that is an Isaiah Livers. Maybe we're looking at um, Norman Powell, Reggie Jackson, even to Zubats if for some reason he's available. Uh, Marcus Morris if he's available. The Rockets, Jay Sean Tate, Eric Gordon. Although, oh, actually, that's not true. Gordon will sit. So he'll sit one of those games. We don't know which one. Um, KJ Martin might get a little bit of a boost. Maybe Tari preseason, but I doubt he will. So we start off with that. And then in order to maximize what we do, we look at Magic or Thunder and we add them for the Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. That ends up being your first ad for the week. <clears throat> and then after the Saturday, you drop that player and then you fill whatever you need on a Sunday. That means you've gotten that extra game on a Monday, the three games here, so that's four games and then five games and you've used two ads. And that gives you two more moves left to make longer term acquisitions to not use your streaming spot when someone of you, you have entered your injured reserve, you can put that player in and still have those ads. So you've gotten five games from two ads in one waiver spot and two more ads available to use however you want for longer term stashes, for drops, for injury replacements, for whatever. I think that's a pretty good way of getting some value out of your roster. The backloading or frontloading of the, of the week, Denver, as I said, don't play till Thursday. Pretty weird, right? That's three games where they don't play but the value of them is important later in the week. So you've got to balance out, hey, can I actually hold them for this long? Is it worth me having this roster spot where I get nothing out of it Monday, Tuesday, just so I can get the Thursday, Saturday? Um, the bunch of teams don't play until Wednesday. They have Monday, Tuesday off. Spurs, Blazers, Cavs, Lakers, Knicks, Mavericks, Celtics. We talked about this with Portland already, you know, with adding Shaden Sharp, is that maybe you used him Friday with 11 games on, probably not. But then the next time he plays is Wednesday with 11 games. So... Those fringe players, maybe even like a Josh Richardson with the, and I haven't addressed this yet on the podcast, the shocking news of Josh Primo being waived. More information is going to come out. I still don't know what to fully understand of this with Primo being waived. I uh, let, let me get one thing straight. I know a lot of people say, man, I can't believe that the Spurs would just waive someone because he's going through mental health difficulties. That is not what happened. I can 100%, no, I can't. I can 99% assure you that this didn't happen, that Primo didn't go to the Spurs and say, hey guys, I'm feeling really sad. Um, simplification, of course. I'm really depressed. I'm having a lot of mental health issues. The Spurs said, you know what? See you later. You're out. There is no way that, that happened. My... He's talking about healing from trauma. I don't know if a specific incident happened. The Spurs said, we've got to get rid of this guy. Or he just said, guys, I just can't do deal with this. Like, please cut me. Like, I don't want to be here. I'm not going to play basketball. Please get rid of me. They are the only two things I can think. I don't think there's any way he said, I'm, I'm really struggling men mentally. And they said, all right, I'll see you later. Bye. I don't care. I don't think there's any way that happened. What actually happened, we still don't know. 
Um, I'm not going to get into baseless speculation about stuff, but I can base I can baselessly speculate and say that that did not happen. That the Spurs didn't cut him because he said he had mental health problems. Uh, there is no way that that happened. But anyway, like the Richardson value is there to to add him. Um, and deeper leagues, Blake Wesley's the guy you want to pay pay attention to as well. But you know, is it worth holding for the Monday Tuesday um, just until he plays? You know, on Wednesday when there's eleven games on, probably not. And then we go to the back end of the week. The Warriors, the Heat, the Mavericks, the Pacers, the Sixers, and the Pistons don't play on the weekend. So some your stream guys there, your fringe guys there, your Wisemans, maybe your Caleb Martins, depending on how aggressive you're going to be. Vinny Smiths we talked about already. Um, your Duarte, if you added him at any point. Um, Sixers guys, there's not many of those guys. PJ Tucker, maybe Melton, I don't know. We'll see how that pans out. Then you just drop them because they don't play on the weekend. Let's look at some weekly ads. These Now, this section, if you don't play in a league where your league locks at the start of the week and you can't make any roster moves, if you play in one where you can change your roster every day, this part doesn't apply to you. So thanks for watching. Appreciate you being here. If you're in a league where you can set your lineup once a week, here we go. This is what we're looking at. And the value changes because volume becomes more important. It's not about when you play because it doesn't matter because you lock them in on Monday and that is it. It doesn't matter when they play. So quality games, if you're in a weekly change league, does not apply to you. Streaming does not apply to you. Back-to-backs do not really apply to you at all. These are just guys who have got extra volume. So if you added them, I think they'd be almost startable guys for you given the volume they have. Like Grayson Allen's not good, but he plays four games when the vast majority of the league play three or fewer. We've got 21 teams playing three or fewer games and Grayson's playing nine, him and his Bucks mates. So he's an option. Denny Avdia is an option. Stormin Norman Powell, who's struggled for sure, but the volume is there and there's a back-to-back involved. Farton Will Barton, some of my faves. Reggie Jackson and Tyus Jones, especially with the um, the uncertainty around Lil John Concha. Okay. Let's go to some players that you can sit for this week. Let's look at the two-game teams. I'd sit all Mavericks apart from Doncic. Got to get into the habit of doing this. Oh, stunning. Yeah. Um, I would sit all Nuggets apart from Big Chungus. And I would sit all Pacers except for Tyrese Halliburton, but I would I would consider Miles Turner. He's, he's had, what's he had like... Nine blocks or seven blocks or something in two games? Yeah, he's on fire. But now, of course, he's sitting today's game. Um, yeah, I'd sit all paces except Tyrese. Russell Westbrook's not someone I'd want to start. Now, Trey Mann, I think, has some really good value for the Thunder in a daily changes league. In a weekly changes league, when I don't know what's going to happen with Jalen Williams back, with Giddy maybe returning, and only three games, I don't think he's going to be worth a start. But in a daily changes, yeah, the streamability is great. That is the, that is the big difference here is that a fringe Thunder player like Trey Mann has extreme value for a daily changes league, but marginal value in a weekly league. Clay Thompson's not someone I'd start. Back-to-back for the Warriors. Probably only plays two games this week. And Dennis Smith Jr., because I am expecting Terry Rozier to return this week, meaning that Smith um, just won't probably play enough. But that one's debatable. That one's debatable. For points leagues, some guys we can add for the week. Mason Plumley, four games. Reggie Jackson, Tyus Jones. The Basmati man, Royce O'Neal, Grayson Allen, Farton Will Barton, Denny Avdia, and Stormin Norman Powell. For the guys you can sit in points leagues, again, all Mavs except Doncic, all Nuggets except uh, Jokic, all Pacers, apart from Halliburton, I'd sit Miles Turner in a points league. Clay Thompson, James Wiseman can be sat, Isaiah Hartenstein, 
Onyeka Okongwu, probably not someone you want to be starting this week in a weekly changes league. And that, guys, will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you are here on YouTube, you thumb it up. You leave those comments down below and you subscribe and you ring the bell. You flick that bell so hard that you never have to miss an episode. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.